God, it's like you know me, Candy. Put it up, put it up, put it up. Goes on forever. And we're leaving broken hearts. I can't help myself. Behind. Oh man, it's so good. One time. Is a great album. Uh, it's really, that's what got me on DNXS. All right. All right, all right. I mean, this is like Steve's great X was kind of a catastrophe, but whatever. Uh, I did have the one song, Suicide Blonde, on it. Sorry, we're just having a little music conversation here. It's okay. You can join along. 738 News Radio 923. Joining me now by phone, we've got Kate. Uh, me, oh, I'm going to uh, me, Han. <laughs> I have to relearn how to say it right after all these. Mian. No, Mian is the right way to say it. Mian. There you yeah. go. See, I, learn, I can learn very, very slowly. My wife says I can't change my spots, but whatever. Um, see, proved you're wrong, wife. Um, Kate Mian is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Hey, Kate, welcome back to the show. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, so Twitter uh, is doing great. Everything is happy days. Uh, the employees are thrilled with the changes. It's all prosperity upside and uh, not exactly, right? Yeah. I, I have to say, I wonder how this is all going to shake out because um, Elon Musk gave employees a deadline of, I think, 5 o'clock, is it today, I think, to decide basically whether they want to stay or go. And if you want to stay, you've got to adhere to some pretty tough, or as he's calling it, hardcore work environment restrictions. And so what that has done is prompted yet another mass exodus on the heels of his firings about a week or a week and a half ago, um, where he laid off a huge chunk of the staff. So this week, a lot more people are out the door, and it kind of makes you wonder how many are left and how this platform is going to keep going. Well, you you kind of, what I always wonder when the stuff like this is happening is, it seems to me, I know this is false, but it seems to me like you ought to be able to run Twitter with about four people. You know, like it doesn't seem like a social media platform should take thousands of employees. I know it does rationally, but it feels like you could probably streamline. Is that what's going on here? Like he's just cutting the, you know, cutting the chaff or do you think this is really like, no, they're cutting into the meat now and they're losing capability and it's going to be a problem for them to function. I don't know. I think that's part of what's going to be interesting to see because clearly he, he only wants employees that are part of the cult of Elon and not that many people want to join. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's going to show us how many people it really does take to run a platform like that, because when they've got endless resources and money, which is what they were projecting and, and you know demonstrating, and, or at least trying to for the longest time, hirings were easy and everybody wants to work for what they perceive to be a giant company. But all those people are definitely not needed. So is he just is this another way of getting rid of people without having to lay them off? Because if they go voluntarily, right. they don't have to be paid anything. So is it part of the plan? I kind of wonder that as well. You know, And on the flip side, the people that stay, are the restrictions, are they really going to hold up? Is it really going to be that tough to work there? 
or was that just a guise to get more people voluntarily out the door? Yeah, I mean, you know, let's scare people real good, and the ones who leave, we didn't want them anyway. And, and, and I think it's an interesting position for him, right? Because he's always built stuff from the scratch, right? The Boring Company and SpaceX and Tesla, and here he is taking over somebody else's child. Uh, so, you know, as a foster parent, adoptive parent, we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of curious to see how this all shakes out, and uh, whether it's the end of Twitter or the resurgence of Twitter. Um, we have seen... Okay, I... The big story on my social media, even though it doesn't personally affect me, has been Taylor Swift. They've not what they they're not even selling tickets today for the rest of what what's going on with this? It's it's basically a disaster, and they are waiting for her to make a, a statement because there was a fiasco with the tickets earlier than earlier in the week. And they have, um, you know, how on Fridays or Thursdays they'll have the public on sale where you know everybody waits in line online and scrambles to get their tickets. And so the on sale um, to the public for her upcoming tour has been canceled this morning um, based on the long wait times and the outages earlier in the week for the pre-sales. So they've just canceled it. So she has a tour coming, but tickets are now not available to the public. So there's no word on how that's going to be fixed. And her fans are beyond loyal and her fans are actually speaking out and asking for her to make a statement about things because so far she's been very quiet and um you know i think when things like this go wrong even if it's the outside company even if it's you know if it's if it's Ticketmaster, if it's a venue when something goes sideways the artist needs to make a statement to reassure fans to reassure people that you know if you've got tickets shows will happen if you can't get tickets we'll figure it out and you'll be able to like she needs to say something and so I would kind of expect a statement today. And if not, I wonder how that's going to shake out for her because her fans expect her to speak out. Well, and I mean, as I understand it, this is at least partially a problem of her own making, wanting to give the preference to such a degree to the actual right. fans and, you know, to craft that. And which I think is a cool thing. But, you yeah. know, you got to be able to pull it off too. Um, Megan Markle goes on the podcast with Jamila Jamil and uh, has a bit of a pronunciation issue right in the beginning. You're right, babe. Hello. Hey, How are you? Hello. Hello, my friend. <laughs> How are you doing? Thanks. So she takes on briefly the British accent and, you know, the Brits love nothing more than to have their way of speaking mocked, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I... Look, we're living in a climate where Meghan Markle cannot do anything right ever, yeah. first of all, especially involving the Brits. Nothing she can do is going to ever be right. Um, second of all, why is it viewed as mocking? I mean, maybe she was just right. actually talking to a friend and didn't even think, you know, like, I think we've all actually done that. I mean, I know I've done that where, you know, I'll just take on an accent for, for a couple of words or whatever, just in reference to whatever was happening. Right. So maybe she just had that moment and wasn't even thinking. Not everything is premeditated. You know, this is what we always kind of go back to where like, where do you draw the lines of taking issue with things? Maybe it wasn't premeditated. Maybe she just did it, didn't even realize she did it until she got all the blowback in the press for having done it. I suspect that's got to be true because she's just hanging out with somebody who, by yeah. the way, Jamila Jamila very much on her side and uh, repeatedly messaging yeah. that, you know, she's been mistreated by the media and nobody gives her a fair shake. And what you said, like, there's yeah. nothing she can ever do right. And I know if you're her. And so when, when I heard this, like when I saw the headline, 
I thought I was going to hear a sound clip that was like this extended fake accent where she was either being pretentious or where she was had maybe fallen into the ear habit or something like this. But no, it was just right. the one little thing at the beginning. I'm like, that's what you're worked up over? Come on now. One word. One word. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what it, it is all it takes. Um, meanwhile, last question for you. Mariah Carey, despite everybody else perceiving it as such, especially herself, is not the queen of Christmas officially. Can her ego survive? I, her ego did survive. Um, <laughs> she wanted to trademark various different titles in reference to being the princess of Christmas, the queen of Christmas. Um, and the... the U.S. trademark office said nobody can actually trademark Christmas. It's it's inclusive, so you can't just hang it on one person. And so she was maybe for the first time in her life she was denied something she wanted. Wow, maybe it's a growth opportunity for her. You know, she seems open to criticism. Maybe. <laughs> So. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Meehan, she is their pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. Kate, as always, thanks for the time and the perspective. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good Thanksgiving, by the way. Thank you.